Listen into the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golson. It is Flat Tire Friday. It is Flat Tire Friday. That is an appropriate name today. <laughs> How did you come up with that? Well, because you had a flat tire on the way in. One of our guests had a flat tire this morning. And looking at the calendar, it was about a, two years ago that I had a flat tire this week as well. So is, we'll call it Flat Tire Friday. So don't ever drive to work on April, whatever day it 11th, is. 11th, 12th. What so day is today it? Today is April 12th. April 12th. There you go. Yeah. I should look at a calendar before you turn the mics on. We've, we've moved from Flannel Friday to Flat, flat Tire, tire Friday. Friday. I don't like this one. I like Flannel Friday better. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> <laughs> Good stories on deck today. Uh, what is life like at seminary? Uh, what, what is family life like? We've, we've shared some round tables before. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It has. So we get the inside scoop from seminary wives, what life mm-hmm. is like at seminary, especially with those big days right around the corner, mm-hmm. uh, vicarage placement, vicarage assignments, and call day. Call day. Now, nobody's <laughs> anxious about that at all. No, can't feel any tension at all. Um, so that's <laughs> excitement coming up right around the corner. So we're going to talk with seminary wives this morning about life at the seminary. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about them at cuw.edu. cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us in studio this morning, we have Kelsey, fourth-year student, and returning. She came back to talk about seminary life again (laughs) after uh, experiencing that with us twice before already. So thanks so much for coming over today, Kelsey. You're welcome. You're welcome. Good to be here. And fourth-year, so you guys are uh, are you planning, you're waiting for for call day then, I gather. Yeah, 19 days or something like yeah. that. Something like Who's that. Who's counting? <laughs> we have Kara in studio with us this morning. Second year family. Good morning, Kara. Good morning. And uh, so second year, does that mean that Vicarage assignment is right around the corner for you all? It is. We are very excited to find out. <laughs> and Kyla in studio with us, uh, fourth year and returning guest as well. <laughs> good Kyla, morning. good morning. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, of course. Apparently we didn't scare them away the, the oh, first good. two times. So... <laughs> so Tell us a little bit about you and what makes you, you and your family um, unique. We'll start over here with, uh, we'll start with Kelsey. Well, what makes our family unique? Hmm. Unique. We like to eat food. Maybe that doesn't make us unique. But we came from <laughs> no Michigan, one else. To Michigan the seminary. Um, my husband had been in sales there. Um, we have three children expecting our fourth coming in July. So we've got a big summer, a move, call day, a baby, all the things. Why <laughs> no, not? No big deal. Um, Those are all like the top, what, three stressors? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It'll right, be whatever fine. that scale is, mine will be through the roof. Yeah. Um, Minor details. Yeah. It's um, fine. So we currently homeschool, and that's been going well this year. Um, and let's see. Yeah, I write part-time for Concordia Publishing House. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me. Very cool. Kara, what about you? Um, I am at home, and we have two little ones. Cohen is five, and Kaylin will be two right after call day. Um, my husband is Andy, and so we are from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So this was a big change for us. Um, my husband was born and raised in Nebraska, so this was his first big move. Um, so we're excited for another move. <laughs> Boxes are looming. And then another move. And then another move. And then one more. It'll be fine. It'll be great. (laughs) Kyla, what about you? 
Uh, so my husband and I uh, have two little ones uh, under the age of two. So that's a lot of fun, <laughs> a lot of energy and early mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, I work for the LCMS Youth Gathering Office. Uh, we mm-hmm. have the Youth Gathering this summer in Minneapolis. So uh, we're super looking forward to that full summer on all fronts. Um, and then I also get to write alongside Kelsey part-time for CPH, which is a fun opportunity. Um, and I was thinking, like, what makes our family unique? And in the seminary world, we are not unique in this at all. Um, but to everyone else, like, we move a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we've moved, like, almost every year of our marriage. We've been married. We'll be married for six years this summer. And almost every year we've moved. And that's, I think, really different probably from most of my friends. I think that's super crazy that we live like that. So you have it down to a science now with exceptional moving skills? Um, unfortunately. It's like a, it's like you guys could all teach a seminar for the rest of us, <laughs> all of the all of the tips on how to move efficiently. Hopefully, just never unpack. Right? <laughs> just, right. <laughs> oh, well, I, we still all live out of boxes. We moved here three years ago. It's fine. Um, all of you mentioned uh, a littles littles at home. What is that like? Uh, having having little little people running around um, in this in this uh, environment of of having to be uh, in transition. All the time. What is it like having having little kids around? Kelsey, you're nodding your head. <laughs> yeah, I think um, weirdly our hardest transition with our children was leaving Vicarage and coming back to the seminary. We oh. had one child that remembered the seminary mm-hmm. fondly and couldn't wait to get back. And we had another child that thought his friends only lived in New York, oh. where we were in Vicarage. So he got back to the seminary and felt ditched by his sister, right, who just went off and found her friends. <laughs> and he didn't remember this place at all. And so that was an interesting transition to walk them through. Mm-hmm. Um, and now anticipating the next move, too. Yeah. As they start to talk about it, they have their lists of, like, the states they'd like to move to. Um, you know, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, Minnesota. Why Minnesota? You know, or whatever they might say. Um, and they're still young, six and four. But they're they're starting to understand this and to understand that it's a little odd that we have done this so much, which is funny. They do ask questions about that. Why do we move? My friend Ben doesn't move. And I'm like, that's true. That is true. How about, uh, Kara, you mentioned having little kids. Is that right? Yeah. Cohen is five and he's definitely feeling the transition and knows that like his friends, he had friends last year whose dads became a pastor and had, we experienced call day with them for the first time. And so, he knows what's coming and um he's excited um we get to do kindergarten in a new place and he knows that there'll be friends wherever we are because jesus is with us but it's still hard in the day-to-day to to say i am gonna have to tell these people goodbye um but he is really excited and he doesn't know what to think to (laughs) where we're going um he just wants a yard so i'm like i think we can maybe manage that or find a park so (laughs) Oh, to be young again, right? <laughs> all, I need is, all I need is a yard. <laughs> Kyla? You know, uh, my kids are really small. So we came to the seminary without kids. And then we had our son um, partway through our second year. Um, so we moved to Vicarage um, when he was eight months old and then came back from Vicarage and had our daughter just this past summer. Um, so honestly, as far as kind of walking them through the transition, um, Really, it's a blessing they've been little enough. We haven't had to do anything terribly intentional in that way. Um, It's probably just been more for my husband and I as we've had to (laughs) transition and constantly kind of find new pediatricians Mm. and that kind of thing. That's really been the side of it for us that's been interesting to, to kind of walk through. 
And the most adorable daughter who sleeps through anything. I got to hold her for a little while. I got to hold her one day when we were doing some studio work here for a national youth gathering. And yeah, she's just adorable. So what about, um, let's talk about the, the inevitable Call day, <laughs> call day, and, and prepare. <laughs> it's not. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Um, so you've seen others go through call day and make that transition. What are the the? I don't know. What are the big questions? What are the fears? What are the excitement um, with call day or with vicarage placement? Um, what are the the questions, the fears that that run through your head that you think only you have that then you discover <laughs> everybody else actually has too. Deep question that you don't want to share with anyone. <laughs> deepest dark fears. Yeah. Um, well, it's th- also funny. You you range from thinking about things like where am I going to grocery shop? Like mm-hmm. what's my new grocery store going to be like? Yeah. To the pediatrician thing and the doctor mm-hmm. thing and all of that. And then to of course the questions of who are who are my friends going to be? Am I going to have friends? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a big one. Both for children, right? Reminding yes. them there will there will be friends wherever we go and there will be a life wherever we go mm-hmm. and we're going to find it and that's going to be really exciting yeah. and um and keeping in mind just the gift of getting to say we're going to a new place and we get to serve Jesus alongside this church and what is that going to look like and being excited about discovering that i think yeah. Well, you you mentioned making friends. Comments from the peanut gallery. We keep. I think this keeps coming up over the last couple of weeks that it's hard for adults to make friends, especially in your, your unique situation as as uh, to be pastors' wives. Uh, that can be that can be scary and challenging in, in a very different way from uh, from the rest of us when we move around. Uh, that's just my commentary, though. <laughs> uh, uh, what about Kara, uh, Kyla? I think um, just thinking about call day, it, it's. The other piece of it that's just kind of an interesting layer is that it's really close to graduation um, and call day and graduation are two really different days. And there's so much that uh, we kind of have been looking forward to with call day. Um, and then the next day, our husbands just go back to class. <laughs> um, <laughs> call day is in the middle of the week so that pastors oh, yeah. can be there. It just makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Um, but then we kind of just go back to our regular seminary life for a few weeks um, before we really are at a, a point of true physical training. Transition. Um, so I think for us, we've just been processing that a lot. We actually have most of our families going to come in for graduation when we're we're at a finish point where we can kind of celebrate the call and the, the seminary journey. Mm-hmm. Um, call day is is just kind of an interesting an interesting day at the end of our time. <laughs> in the middle of yes, the week. Yes, in the, in the middle of the week, we're going to um, find out some really significant information and so much is going to feel like it's about to change and yet so much isn't going to change all at the same time. Yeah. And the next I, day, your husband goes back to class yes, and then I had not and I go back that. to work. And, and, yeah, 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 and everyone, it's just, yeah, so it's an interesting huh. juxtaposition. Yeah, I had not thought about that. Uh, Kara, what about you for uh, for vicarage placement? How is that? How's that going? We are, yeah, we just are very excited. And personally, we feel kind of like we're on pause right now mm-hmm. with um, how we are processing things. Where does this lead us? And we're like, we honestly have no idea. You mm-hmm. have one interview for when you are talking about um, Vicarage. And so you have one time to sit down and talk with somebody. And then now you sit and wait. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're very excited. Um, 
hints have been sort of given we're not going to an international mission. We're like, okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for telling us. That's that. why it narrows it down. Only 50 states. That narrows it down a little a bit. A lot. <laughs> well, we have more to learn from our friends, Seminary Wives at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. field isn't just overseas anymore. It's right here in your own backyard. If English isn't the first language of your neighbor or friend, and you'd like to share the good news of Jesus Christ with them in their own language, contact the Lutheran Heritage Foundation at lhfmissions.org. LHF has translated and published the small catechism, children's Bible stories, hymnals, and devotions into 85 different languages and gives them free of charge to those who need them. lhfmissions.org. Friday on Issues Etc. On This Week in Pop Christianity, we'll have Chris Roseborough answer the question, does God need our permission to act on earth? We'll discuss Lutheran education under communism with Blythe and Barreto, and we'll play Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week. Issues Etc. Live weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 on KFUO. Concord Matters is a show seeking agreement in Christian confession. I'm Pastor Charles Henriksen, one of the hosts of Concord Matters, heard on Worldwide KFUO each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central and a repeat on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. We take an in-depth look at the Book of Concord with some fine Lutheran theologians. Concord Matters, live on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. During the season of Lent, Worldwide KFUO will be broadcasting live Lenten worship services from Peace Lutheran Church in St. Louis each Wednesday morning at 11 on AM850 and KFUO.org. Observe the season of repentance, renewal, and forgiveness alongside KFUO and the members and pastors of Peace Lutheran Church. That's each Wednesday morning at 11 during Lent on Worldwide KFUO. We're the messengers of good news. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Seminary Wives Roundtable today, talking about life at seminary, preparing for call day, vicarage assignments. We have our second year students, our second year family, and second and fourth year families in studio talking about uh, that, the upcoming days as well. And what's life like on seminary, uh, in, for seminary families? I know, Kara, or Kyla, earlier you mentioned that your family has moved like every year. Um, for just about, yeah. Every year since you've been married, or just about every year. Um, give us one great tip for moving, <laughs> uh, something you've learned in all those moves. What's your best moving tip? Um, I think for us, something that's just been really helpful is that um, we try to be really realistic about how much time it actually does take to pack up 
your your family and your life and all your stuff. Um, so we typically kind of just set really small goals of we're going to pack this closet um, and then and we're done so that we're not having these like endless days where it just feels like you're packing forever and ever. Um, the flip side of that is that it does sometimes feel like you've really drawn it out, um, but <laughs> eventually it does all get packed. <laughs> so today's goal is that closet. Yeah, I Got mean, it. that can sure. be a goal. Setting? Yeah. <laughs> Those closets. And, and same for unpacking, too, probably, huh? Yeah, unpacking um, for us has always been probably a little more uh, condensed just because typically we have family help that comes in, like, right when we move. So we actually really push nice. to to just get it done while we have the help there. Um, but usually with packing, we have a little more flexibility to, to just fit it into our schedule in measurable amounts of packing. <laughs> Mine would be the last box in, first box out has toilet paper, light bulbs, and paper plates. Hey, in that it. that's what we did. We actually <laughs> bought we went to Walmart and we bought a set of camp dishes yeah. that just they were in a little bag themselves and we just carried them around with us that's and then true. we put the camping gear in perfect. last so it's first out. And we used Great camping tip. gear when we moved in to sleep on. <laughs> that's a good idea. It was great. It worked really well. And it feels like you're on vacation because right. you're camping. <laughs> or not. Uh, <laughs> In an apartment. It's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. What have been um, the joys of seminary life? What have you found um, you know, the, to be the joys that you're going to miss, uh, that you think you'll miss? Or <laughs> you know, maybe you missed while you were on Vicarage. Um, uh, or what is, uh, what's Kara going to miss when she goes on Vicarage <laughs> next year? Um, so what, what have been the joys for you in seminary life? Well, it's probably, I'm trying to think of like another situation. I suppose the military could be pretty mm -hmm. similar where people live in housing. They're all doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's very unique, you know. And so one of the joys definitely is the community. You know, you mm -hmm. really walk out your door and you see another wife walking downstairs to do her laundry as well and you're waving and you're saying hello and that's your friend and you just bump into people all the time um, and your kids do the same thing right it's so easy for my children to say like can I go find a friend and I'm like sure <laughs> just come tell me which one you found and what you're doing I guess you know it's just like a very safe and unique place for children to have a childhood it's mm -hmm. kind of magical for them which is a huge joy of seminary life yeah. Kyla, what about you? You're in the same uh, fourth year kind of place. Um, yeah, I think I was thinking about like what what were we missing on Vicarage about the seminary community, and I think the main thing, especially, was just um, the kind of brotherhood that my husband has with his classmates mm -hmm. is also just um, unique because they're all kind of on the same like mission, really, mm -hmm. um, and the way that um, serving Christ together just like knits knits relationships is just so special. Um, so I know that like we were on Vicarage, really looking forward to just getting back um, to being with that community, especially of people that kind of support him in this calling. Um, and so I think that's just a really special part of the seminary experience is those relationships. Yeah. And Kara, uh, what, what have you found in these two years? Definitely community, um, like-minded people who are wanting to spread the word of Christ to others. Um, for my kids to just be able to have playdates because there's somebody who wants to play with them <laughs> and it's easily accessible, but yet we get along and have similar things in mind. I came to seminary and was thinking, oh, my kid will play with a kid, but maybe I won't get to know their mom. But like some of my deepest relationships are my kids' friends' moms and um, just getting to know them as people and seeing their family and how they do things. Um, definitely community. 
my husband's very close with some of his classmates as well and also looking at other classes um fourth year families last year we got very close to some of those and again this year another fourth year families <laughs> so it will be hard to leave some of those relationships but knowing that we're all doing it together is cool yeah and a lot of those friendships hopefully we will uh will stick around too with the beauty Absolutely. of social media <laughs> and video chat uh, yeah and you, text messages right and, yeah you'll be able to hang on to those yeah. And the, the good support system still as you as you transition into another part. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, what has been uh, or who has been uh, your your support system? Those people or um, or, or churches maybe that have really um, been with you in this whole journey um, that's that's so unique to seminary seminary families. Who have been those people or, or those churches for you? I think churches, so uh, my husband and I are both DCEs, and uh, the last church that my husband was a DCE at before um, coming to the seminary has been just incredibly supportive mm-hmm. um, of us during this journey, um, so they're probably the first kind of church that comes to mind, but I think the seminary as a whole does a really good job of connecting seminary students to churches um, that want to support, so if you didn't have a church connection like prior to coming to the seminary, uh, the seminary connects you with churches that are just out there waiting to kind of support a pastor to be and his family. Almost every church in our um, life has come out and supported us, which is fun to see. Um, My home congregation from a small town in Nebraska is a big supporter, but my husband's hometown congregation is extremely supportive. And then the church that we were at before we came, it just loves on us. Mm -hmm. Um, We get letters, Mm -hmm. we get random pieces of mail that just say, hey, we're thinking about you and praying for you. We have family and we have friends um, from all over and people we wouldn't even expect, but they are loving on us in big and small ways. I was going to talk about the power of receiving a letter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That really, it makes you, when you move a lot and you receive that first letter on Vicarage, you think this is home, like Mm. I'm getting mail. And so what a gift that is to seminarians to get letters from churches or individuals just saying, hey, Good luck on Vicarage. Mm-hmm. You're in our prayers. Um, that has been a huge thing um, for our family. Yeah, especially like the the handful of people that have kept up with our address enough to continue <laughs> to send us Christmas cards. Yeah. yeah. I love those Christmas cards because <laughs> we are hard people to send a card to right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Think back to those days when you first set foot on campus and the questions, the fears, the <laughs> excitement that you felt at that time. And now to uh, the experience that you've had, uh, whether it's two years or four years as seminary families, um, what advice do you have to those new families who will be coming to seminary this year? Or what advice do you have to the families like Kara who are preparing for vicarage? Um, what advice uh, could be simple as moving <laughs> tips um, or other things? W- what advice do you have to share? I guess I would say a lot can happen in a year. So one of the funny things at the seminary, right, is that right now for the first years, they're not moving, but they have to watch everybody else move Mm. and new people move back. So even though they're not moving and they might not be transitioning in that way, they have a huge transition ahead of them. And a lot can happen in a year. Your first year, you kind of think, should I really become friends with second years or fourth years? Like they're only going to to move. And actually one of my dearest friends, our first year was an international student from Australia and how, you know, how hard that was to think like, and then they're going to move back to Australia, (laughs) but how much we learned and, 
and grew together in our year together was astounding. And and so that can happen on Vicarage. In a year, you can actually develop beautiful relationships that teach you more than you could ever imagine. And so to not be discouraged by that, that mm-hmm. a year feels so short. What could happen in a year? What's the point? Mm-hmm. But there is a point. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kara? Um, I definitely think people coming to the seminary just need to get connected. Um, the seminary, we ha- for wives especially, we have classes once a month um, just to help ease into that transition and meet people and get to know them, and, but also to have some, some base, a, a foundation. Um, the Families in Transition team also tries to do things um, similar just to help support the wives in this role. Um, has been h- huge in my journey, um, to, and that's where some of my deepest friends have come from because we are in this together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Kyla? Yeah, I think um, coming into the seminary, most of probably my biggest um, apprehension ab- about it really was um, the woman, like the community of women at the seminary. And um, there's a lot of different um, life stages of people and just trying to figure out where was I going to fit into that, especially like we came to the seminary without kids um, and it, just kind of feeling like there were some barriers to maybe like naturally making some friendships. Um, but yeah, the opportunities that um, are provided for families to get together. Um, we have a small group ministry for women at the seminary. Um, just being willing to at least try it um, was probably what made the biggest difference. Um, like my small group this past year, these two are in it. Um, <laughs> just, you know, it's just a big blessing to be willing to just put yourself out there, um, even if it is just for a small group season. Um, that's that's going to make a difference. Absolutely. And we have, what, about a minute left? 45 seconds. 45 seconds. All right. Uh, What are you most looking forward to uh, in this next transition of your lives, this next phase? What what are you looking forward to? Uh, Just being a part of the life of a community. I mean, here at the seminary, it's been great. Looking forward to doing that in our next place, too. Having roots again. (laughs) (laughs) Just the people we'll meet again, like coming back to that, thinking about the church, the people, getting to know them, digging in, having a community again. Yeah. You're ready for that next chapter uh, and just days, and only 19 days until call day. How many until Vicarage assignment? Same day. Same, oh, it's the uh-huh. same day. Oh, just right. earlier in the day. So uh-huh. I get to know at three versus seven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being our guest today, Kelsey, Kara, Kyla. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Coffee Hour. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. That does it for Flat Tire Friday. I'm Amy Bates. (laughs) I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.